This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. This is the chop up. We here. Quarantine Sunday. Thank y'all for joining us. You know what I mean? It's your boy Damo, the political plug in the building. Uh, and I am here with the lovely Toya Green, aka Toya Green in this thing. Toya G, <laughs> if you want to just shorten it up like that much. Uh, but that's pretty much that's it, and that's all out here hanging tight, quarantining, uh, keeping it cool, keeping it cute. Not right, really. I need to retwist y'all. Somebody come yeah. up. And we all out here looking rough. And next to Toya, we got my man. Hey, next to Toya, you know, we got George Lee, aka Conscious Lee. Don't forget the Lee. Hey, check me out, georgeleespeech.com. Bring me to a place near you, you know, quarantine hey, Sunday. We- Gatherings of 50 or less, but it's still going to be worth it, okay? We rotate them in 50 by 50, okay? Right, we, right, okay. right, right. Yeah, we, all right. And we are here. This is another quarantine Sunday, quarantine weekend. Um, It's easy to get it in on the weekends when y'all ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> Take advantage of that there, you know what I'm saying? But how y'all feeling? How y'all been doing in this uh, uh this shelter in place, if we're going to be, you know, correct about the scenario? But what y'all been on, man? How y'all been dealing with the shelter in place, the quarantine? I'm doing I mean, a I've been, I've been daddy. I got two kids. You feel me? My, my, my wife just started a night, night, night. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, night shift. Yeah, night shift tonight. So you know, making it work. Making it work, man. Hey, it surviving, work. surviving. What about you, Toya? You know, unstable sleep schedules. Um, still lecturing, grading, doing all those fun things, but really living a whole lot of indoor life. <laughs> a lot of that indoor life. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm adjusting, I'm adjusted a whole lot better now than I was before. So I'm grateful for that. Um, but really just trying to make it work, yeah. <laughs> Cause we'll be in here for a while. Unlike uh Texas and like Texas and that's our problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm saying why I'm in. I feel like we're living yeah. in two different worlds, man. I'm talking about I'm talking about one ran by the economy, the other one ran by science. And I feel like we got to collide in the two industries and two worlds right now. I know we're gonna talk about it though. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. So with, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. We're gonna start out with the Snapchat real quick. Uh and without a doubt, we would be remiss if we didn't discuss the Teddy Riley babyface hits battle. That I think the best word, I mean, if I'm being generous, I'm being generous, underwhelming. I mean so, so exactly how long did it last? Like how long how long did it last exactly? Uh I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't uh I know it was like it got to a point where Teddy Riley was talking about he needed like 30 minutes <laughs> to get you know what I'm saying to get shit back together. You feel me? It was just 30 I kept, minutes. I kept dipping out and getting back to it because like I was embarrassed for the boy. You feel me? Like it was like ah uh all, 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 I, all I know I heard is that he had a room full of people and then one didn't know how to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Toya? What was what was your reaction to it? So I had been turned off from it because you know it was supposed to be the weekend prior. And um I was just like when they canceled it and Swiss Beats and them was like, Oh, we about to do something, about to set something up, we gotta fix some stuff, we gonna make sure it's perfect for y'all. I was like, I got a feeling it's about to turn into some bullshit it's not supposed to be. And that's been the biggest response that I've agreed with, which is why I passed on watching it because I had made my mind up a week ago that y'all was turning it and kind of trying to pump it up. Here's what I found out, because y'all know I'll be on Twitter. This nigga yeah. had it streaming live on his website, 
right? So he had a separate stream for it where he was trying to get and monetize um, a whole lot of the aesthetic and a whole lot of the component he was trying to bring to it. So he was streaming from somewhere else, which is why, A, it was probably echoing. That was the biggest feedback I heard that the video was echoey and all kind of stuff like that is because you was trying to broadcast on two different components and then untangle that. Mm. And then second, here you go trying to make it something it's not supposed to be. This is for niggas locked in the crib. Like, why are we... Yeah, that was so disappointing to me. So I didn't watch it and don't plan on seeing it, but I'm grateful that Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook got the recaps for me. Dr. Nancy tagged me in the post and brought me to the information. So it's just like I get to piece it together yeah, man. and I don't have to sit through the cringe worthy nature of some shit turned into something it was never supposed to be. It was like three ish rounds. So yeah. three rounds, Teddy Riley was able to success. And shout out to you too, Jada. Teddy Riley was able to successfully embarrass himself. Yeah, man. Um, Oh, I, I, bro, to be like this was the definition of doing too damn much. He was doing diggity too damn much. Because I didn't see it though, because I didn't see it. But people that ne- and also the people that didn't see it, what yeah. exactly did he do that made it where he like what did he do that was doing too much outside of him trying to stream it from two different places and monetize one of them? What did what else did he do? He tried to make it a production. Yeah, he tried, he tried to make it like it a was club. a band in the background. Yeah, like musicians and shit in the background. Like for what? His whole thing was to like perform it, like to do like a a, a melody. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how you know when you put a. I mean, they they supposed to be going back for back. You're just supposed to be playing the song. You feel me? Uh, but he tried to turn it into something where it was like yeah, I, he, he it was a performance. He tried to perform all of what the shit that he was doing. And that's what made it, and that's what was doing to, bro, you were just supposed to play the shit. That was the battle. Like, I play my shit, you play your shit, I play my shit, you play your shit. He was trying to perform, turn it into a concert. He now, said he had, he had 80 niggas on TV. He had 80. So hold on. I thought, I thought, I thought the social distancing, I thought that was like, like nationwide. That's hyperbole. It's hyperbole, but it might as well hey, be. Hey, bro, I took my dog before a walk. Right. There was a, like, but niggas I, having no, a party in an like, apartment complex. I heard he had like twenty. Nah, I heard Danielle said he had a whole crew. That's crazy. He clearly didn't test it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and that's what the situation was. And y'all pushed and it he, back and had time to do that. Now, can't y'all go live? I don't go live a lot. Can't y'all go live where nobody see it? Or is that on Facebook? Uh, yeah, you can go. Well, I think it's only on Facebook where you okay. go live and nobody. Yeah, see I mean, it. waste the burn a live session, run a demo session, or you just doing little cute, little cool stuff on camera to see how I run how play. But for y'all to have put it off and prolonged it to say I want to raise the quality, and that's what niggas came up with. It's it, you hate to see it, and so hey, I feel like it was a moment for the culture to take in. I feel like it detracted from the battle. I hope they learn from it. I hope the if they have future battles that they're nothing like this. Cause don't nobody want to see all of that. It turned, it took the wind out of my sails a week before it happened. As soon as I saw it brewing and being undone and redone, I was like, okay, never mind. I mean, the 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 thing about it though is that it it was because you know, Babyface just won because he wasn't trying to do all of that extra shit. <laughs> he was just gonna play the song, but it wasn't the full, but it wasn't the full twenty songs though, huh? I, I yeah, cause this whatever he had, <laughs> it, it wasn't working like. Well, actually, I, I think one of the best memes. Let me go ahead and share. Let me share this meme. This is this is uh this is what people are saying was the the uh Teddy Riley's issue here. Let me go ahead, let me go ahead and pull it up on the share screen so niggas can see this shit. This is what we was dealing with. Hold on. Feedback is coming from. That's Teddy Riley camp troubleshooting. This is who Teddy Riley had. Yeah. <laughs> Fixing this shit. You feel me? Pop off. <laughs> That's why Teddy Riley shit wasn't working right there. You feel me? 
These bro, you niggas who was making music in the nineties, trying to do, trying to stream some shit. <laughs> like, yeah, make sure connection instead of keeping it simple. I don't understand why you don't. No, like, 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 you, you can't let Teddy Riley be the moniker for all the niggas in the nineties because he ain't have his stuff right. Because you know what I'm saying. Apparently, my man, she feel me. Uh, Babyface had hits in the nineties and he had no issues. And, I mean, old man and Lil Jon, they just played the music. That's what every bro. That's what everybody did, bro. That's what every everybody just played they shit. And what Danielle said is what makes it funny. She said that uh, Babyface was sitting there like, which is exactly how Scott Storch was sitting there when Mandy Fresh kept playing all all of his deep cuts, and Scott Storch was just like. But 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 many fresh shit, many fresh was like because it's like it was some niggas that would that that connected to that that would listen and be like yeah yeah many many killing that shit. Yes, I just I will continue to argue on that battle. He won the cultural award, but did not play to the merits of the competition, right? Which is why he got the stone face. Because if it's hits, then let's play hits. If it's deep cuts, yeah. It's but but, but I heard, work, let's have that, that battle though, somewhere else. I heard that. He was. I heard that Scott Storch was stretching on playing things that wasn't he didn't produce. He played things that he just got. He's trying to take. You know, he's trying to play entire credit. Entire but that that is within the merits. I've used the word merits. That's within the merits of the competition. Yeah. Niggas playing all types like that's within the boundaries. I seen an interview. I was understanding that it's like records that you records that you created, records you've done. I, I, and I was under the perception that it's records that you had a deep influence on, and deep is it's TD, right? You get to interpret deep how you want to interpret it. Yes. I interpret it, but it's anything. I mean, I like, this is Dr. Dre Yeah, I like piano, right? But that's what I'm saying. That piano, though, that piano was crucial. But that's what I'm saying. That's how you, you know saying? That. It, that, that, it yeah. in a special way. So. Like in terms of your relationship to it, cool. I rather that than you play a whole bunch of shit off of a seventeen song album and it's like track thirteen that niggas might not even got to. I ain't, I ain't like, even heard of. But you think ain't got, ain't got no juice? It popped in a region, but it didn't pop on on the radio. Like it's a huge. Hey, hey, too. I think not to even give up too too much on like, uh, on what you call. But Jada said DJ D Nice had a nice little after party. What should have hey, been played? Think about after, talking about an after party. After party in terms of a uh, Instagram live feed that you plan to listen to. Zane, stop. Yeah, niggas look, niggas was in that hoe. Niggas was in that hoe. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. but D nice be having shit cracking, y'all. I be watching him because he out here in LA two o'clock in the morning. He'd be like, All right, I'm gonna play one more song and get on out of here and play eleven more songs. Like he is committed to this craft. He DJs on Instagram all day long. He is constantly live. During the middle of the day, he'll get on live and do it with somebody and just kind of vibe out with some other DJ or some celebrity or something like that. But he'll play some grooves and some jams during the day and then play some stuff. Like y'all just if y'all are not following D Nice on Instagram, you are playing yourself because I've traded two old school hits that I don't know nothing about. But because I don't know him, I don't get distracted by him, but they still grew. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's cool. It's cool to just have him there just spinning for a nigga like ready to rock. It's yeah. great. And 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 I say this, and then we could we could go ahead and get it into the um get into the first hey, topic. Hey, into to the viewers, man. I apologize, man. Right now I'm in my you know what I'm saying my my, my uh, multitasking mode. You feel me? Yeah, so, daddy daycare. You gotta handle the business. You gotta handle the business. Uh, but I so I say this, and then we can get to the first chop. Check it out. This was supposed to be the battle of the heavyweights. Out of everybody, you know what I'm saying? Who had like yeah, even with. You know, uh, uh, Manny Fresh and Scott Storch and all of that. When you talk about genre defining producers, like the best of they shit, the best, like, cause we ain't seen JD and Dr. Dre and we ain't seen Kanye. Like, we ain't seen none of these niggas do no battles yet. 
Teddy Riley and uh and 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 Babyface was on them niggas levels in terms of they craft. You feel me? And that shit, yeah, like you, we we deserve better than that. Yeah, we deserve better than that. It, and I blame, and I blame Teddy for doing too much, bro. You had to let the, all you had to do was let the music speak for itself. Because I, I would have gave you okay. so so ho- hopefully tomorrow he take y'all advice tomorrow and tomorrow night we see him just doing it like just like like you're supposed to you know what I'm saying but that is what that is uh that I, was I, 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 I won't be I won't be t- like I'm over it niggas is over right. it. I think he's right. uh-huh. like, over man it's it's the third yeah. time y'all did something to it like third the third event day third date I'm good you know what I'm saying so. That is what it is. Uh, I mean, but, you know, we can just go back and just enjoy Teddy Riley music, knowing that he took this L. Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and get it to the first topic of the night. Let's go ahead and keep it serious. You know, my favorite topic, the political chop. Uh, and I got a couple of good things for y'all tonight. The first thing we're going to discuss on tonight's political chop is bye bye Bernie. Bye 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 bye. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, hit it with the Justin Timberlake. You feel me? You know they was doing a little spin shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bernie's out of there, bro. Like he, uh, I mean, we 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 knew this was coming, but uh, the savior of the progressives has been crucified. Uh, it he Joe Biden is the nominee. It's guaranteed. Bernie Sanders has come out in support of Joe Biden. And then Obama gonna come out supporting Joe Biden too. If I was Joe Biden and Obama came out to support me after everybody else started fucking with me, I'm like, all right, nigga, you don't even mean the same. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but that's where we are though. So I, initially, I know if we go back to some of the conversations we had, Bernie Sanders did have y'all excited about certain things. He y'all did feel like he deserved y'all vote. What are y'all reactions to Bernie Sanders being out of that thing? Uh, it was. And I think the thing that made me sad the most is that we were able to see him demonstrate um, what his approach to strategic responses to crises are, whereas I felt like Joe Biden completely disappeared um, at times where he needed to be saying things. People needed to be here like, yes, universal health care is important in the face of a pandemic. People having care that they can depend on is like it was just not there. And so I felt like it sucked that we saw Bernie Sanders perform and see ha, saw how he would adapt to these types of experiences when we see Donald Trump failing and Joe Biden being a ghost and now it doesn't matter for anything he already got the delegates you know what I'm saying so that's that frustrated me but yeah and George what uh well yeah go ahead go ahead get go ahead get uh your reaction in terms of uh Bernie Sanders being out of that thing I mean, I feel like it was a long time, a long time coming. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I almost feel like he could have uh, linked up with um, Elizabeth Warren a little bit better. I feel like there could have been some type of, you know what I'm saying, uh, I feel like a real type of left radical solidarity movement made if they could have, I feel like, made, made, made a little thing together earlier, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, what you mean, like, them kind of being like a, a, a duo, like them... Getting that, getting getting that shit in together, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, but both of them couldn't have been president though. Both of them, like, one of them, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, on the front of them. I think about it partially. I'm just talking. I mean, I think that I like that a lot of the ideas that Bernie Sanders had, but I do, I do think that he kind of fell real flat in terms of being able to engage the black community. You know what I'm saying? I think that a lot of times he overcompensated for walking with Martin Luther King. 
back in the 60s. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times I think he overcompensated for having uh, profound speakers like Killer Mike and, and, you know what I'm saying, and shit like that, being able to speak for him. And I think that he kind of used it as a substitute or a tool to not do nothing. Him, uh, like, him, him, uh, him and his like, like, sounds. I don't disagree, and I'm, it wasn't lost on me either that, I mean, it's just another old-ass white man that we up here, you know, send my captain for to do some things that it just it should have never came down to him in the first place. It's just when, I, when you look at just how you want better for people, and that's why I'm in such, you know, a weird position now in terms of how I'll vote now that this is the reality. It's just because you just want better for yourself and for people. And so it's kind of like even when we realized Barack Obama wasn't really doing shit for niggas proper. He was able to talk the language and kind of just, you know, be in because he was, he was black, but he wasn't really necessarily talking hardcore about when he when it was time to really do solid things, we were hoping that by extension and by connection, a lot of the residual benefits from a lot of his policy decisions would affect us. So we had the benefit of Barack Obama talking specifically to black people. But um, I think, you know, whereas we didn't have that with Bernie, we still had things he wanted to do that by connection would positively impact niggas. And that's the, what we was going to get out of this election cycle, out of these candidates. So somebody who was just really talking solid. Another reason why I think I was so in love with Elizabeth Warren is because to me, she took it even further in terms of how things will specifically and residually affect niggas. And so let me see. You know what I mean? But I mean, I, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. And, and I hate that it happened. I hate that I was put in a position to even be excited about his candidacy is I think one of the things that I resent the most. But, yeah, disappointing. Um, so given hey, that Ukraine, I guess Trump wasn't crazy at all. At all. <laughs> we, knew, we had to see Biden in the end. So you feel me? I mean, yeah, I, I think I think that was something that they all knew. Yeah, it was uh, it's the reality of it. Uh, so, what do you? I mean, given those circumstances, like even outside of just like okay, another old white man, Toya, how do you like? How do you? Like, what is your emotions towards him not being able to just connect with black people like that? Because that's what we're seeing. You feel me? Like it I was. Just, I hate that he was not able to connect with black people like that, and that can be all well and good. But niggas have decided to align with like people who are clearly like rapists, right, or sexual abusers. Like, what? Why does that resonate with you? Like, I understand Bernie didn't perfect the message to you know like the dear black people message, but why, in the face of a lot of other incongruences, things like healthcare and things like the ways that he's been dealing with the sexual assault stuff, why is that not moving enough for you? Why is that not captivating enough for you to be like, as black people, I'm out? You know, that I think that is what's troubling for me. And this is where establishment Democrats and the notion of establishmentarianism or even shifting toward that is so troublesome because they don't give a shit about the same shit that Republicans don't care about. And that is troubling. George, um, I know you had, you was kind of familiar with a lot of what, uh, what, what was it? Roland Martin was talking about. In terms of because because when we look at uh, how Joe Biden was able to get the black vote the way that he did is it ha it was older black people I mean I remember even talking to my mom about it and um she was just because she she called it, a nigga was just like all right who we voting for and y'all be proud of me I told her Bernie Sanders that's the credit I give to Joe Biden though is that when you talk to I feel like black people that's used to doing voting and used to being like I'm doing this I'm doing that shit they were seeing Joe Biden from a jump almost you know what I'm saying and then especially when you talk about I feel like maybe a month and a half ago you know what I'm saying it was just like the 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 language the rhetoric of Bernie Sanders made most black folks feel like man I'm used to some uh, man I've been I've been sold a dream by old white men before I ain't finna buy one today damn it yeah you know what I'm saying yeah you, uh, I'm one of the black folks I was talking to 
a lot of, a lot of the statistics associated with black people and their perception of like really uh what far left progressive ideas um when you when you look and see how many conservatives are are, are self-proclaimed conservatives make up the democratic party it's like you you'll be confused i think uh black people make up 67% uh or actually i think it's like 36% of people who vote democrat that can sit in, and we'll get George back in here but uh 36% of the people who consider themselves conservatives mm-hmm. make up uh the democratic or the the democratic party like who votes democrat because you, right. you have you have con, you have what you would consider conservative democrats but what it is is that black people are more moderate the the far left progressive shit for especially the the mainstream voting population is just not with that um that really you know far reaching socialism all of that type of shit so from y'all perspective if black if, if older black people made up so much of what ended up becoming uh his you know his his, his victory in terms of beating bernie sanders why don't y'all think like young black young black people showed up um and supported uh joe biden the way that Older black people showed up to support or supported Bernie Sanders. People in general didn't show up to vote. And so I think that there is an intersectional issue, not only with captivating young black people, but captivating youth voters. Right. And that's where we start to get into. And this is not a bashing or a shaming of youth voters or a lack of a youth turnout because there are a bunch of legitimate barriers to doing that, that we have to think of and be conscious as well. And things that just have disenchanted and disengaged people from participating in political processes. That being said, the numbers continue to be bad for voters, young voters, particularly who say they want shit to be different. And so we have to kind of deal with both sides or both realities. The fact that things are encouraging that, but also the fact that that is a lot of young people's reality is they just don't vote and don't plan to and have to start answering questions about that response because old people are showing up. They're coming. They don't really, they care, mm-hmm. um, but they kind of don't care as long as their interests are generally protected, they pulling up to go vote. And so the relationship to that voting process is just is very different for old black people. George, in, the, in terms of, you know, what stopped Bernie from galvanizing that year? Because when Obama was able to, you know, make history, it was a coalition, right? Like, I mean, when it comes to liberals, there is not just one voting block that's going to give them a victory. They got to, liberals have to piece together different coalitions in order to create the numbers needed to pull out a victory. I mean, but I think voting for Barack Obama was as much a political moment as it was a culture, pop culture, cultural moment. So it was something to participate in that was cool. It was on the same level in terms of participatory salience and value as the chicken sandwich. You know what I'm saying? It was something that you went to go do to do. I mean, honestly, I'm being honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I think about some of the... We can't hear you, Lee. Uh, uh, are you, was you talking, George? We can't you hear you, bro. We can't hear you. We can't hear you, bro. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear us. We can't hear you. We got some comments jumping in too, but I, I think that's the biggest difference is that re- voting for Barack Obama, I think represent, represented something a little bit more trendy and shiny and sexy than it does voting for other candidates. That's a that's an excellent point. And I mean, because when we talk about uh, Barack Obama, I say he was the first celebrity president. Yeah, Barack Obama. <laughs> niggas, I get I get hype about this, but I, we don't understand how unprecedented it is that a president sung Al Green. 
Yeah, true. I'm so in love with you. Okay, whoa, you. whoa, whoa. From the president? From like, the president of the United States. You can carry the note, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, George, you might want to uh, drop out and come back in, bro. Yeah. Um, check out check out Marquis' comment though. Yeah, uh, I I was gonna get right into it. Yeah. But uh, but but you're you're 100 right. Obama was a celebrity. You know what I'm saying? He had a cultural impact. 100. Uh, I think Mar- that's what saved him in that second election too. If I can say that as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what that's what maintained his legacy. Yeah. Um, Mar- Mar- but he's so cool. He dances and sings. Right, niggas. Don't, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Marquis said uh, Bernie lost hurt, but it shifted the electoral. Yeah, now nah, we still can't hear you, bro. Yeah, go ahead and get that uh get that worked out. Yeah, we be right here. Go ahead and get that worked out. Um, but Marquis said Bernie lost hurt, but it shifted the electoral landscape and will launch a lot of interest in politics in the future. It makes me think about the future of the black vote and how the Democratic Party won this battle. And I, he corrected himself, WON won this battle. But it's losing the war. The party will be be destroyed in its current form. It is so dependent on the black voter bloc that will change dramatically over the next 10 to 15 years with the death of the nostalgia of civil rights and the urgent need to resolve racial economic oppression. All right. You good good now, G. Lee. Um, And and I think that's uh, before we we move on, because I think that's an excellent point to um, to actually segue and to the point that uh, I was going to make, but I, I want George uh, to chime in. We can hear you now, bro. Um, chime in on in, in terms of galvanizing that that coalition that Barack Obama, the type of coalition that Barack Obama was uh, able to get. Why don't you think uh, Bernie Sanders was able to do that with like young people, especially young black voters? I think I think that when it come down to it, he didn't know how to talk to black people. Yeah. I think I think that what I got from the analysis from Roland Martin is that even when Roland Martin, a black, a black, you know, what I'm saying a network, kind of, like I said, black network, a black channel or a black, you know, what I'm saying a right, TV show, a podcast reached out to them to try to have somebody uh, on their black staff. I mean, somebody black on their staff to come talk on the show. They ain't have one. They, you know what I'm saying? they couldn't get back with them. So in my mind, I think given the ideas that Bernie Sanders had. I think there was literally a big, a big disconnect on how those ideas related to black folks. I feel like he wasn't trying to. I mean, you know I feel like he has, but you pointed out in the same breath a couple minutes ago that he has his black delegate, delegates and hench persons to go out there and do his talking for him. And so I say all that to say Roland Martin's credibility as a journalist is also in a level of skepticism. He does have a voice. He does have a platform. But I think to use him as like the benchmark of couldn't send a black delegate out there. Not that I disagree with that, but it's yeah. just like, you got to think about who we're talking about because Rolla Martin really ain't the T. Uh, get y'all's friend out of our comments. Uh, but also... Because nah, he wants to... Chris Chris X, we not talking about 5G causing coronavirus, bro. So this probably ain't the stream you want to be on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about YouTube University graduates, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, and, that, and that's completely understandable in terms of uh, what, what you're saying, Toya. Um, but I, I, I think that this next portion of the conversation, uh, actually let's get into the comments before we get into the next portion. Yeah. Terrell says a professor put it like this in regards to what we were saying about Obama. Obama fans went from voting, voting for change to voting as change. It wasn't about what he did policy wise. It was that he existed and that folks 
voted for him. I also think that is the narrative that Black people have had to kind of internalize and take as good enough in, in terms of reflecting on his presidency and its significance as Black history, as whatever. It's being like, we did some shit because some shit had to be done. It was important to put that notch on the belt. It's important to mix up the white, white. What Cat Williams say? White, 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 white. There's a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a moment to do it. Niggas was like, we got to secure that bag. Oh, we get to run it back? You know what niggas do? We run it back. And so, I mean... No issue. I, I definitely don't disagree with that. And I feel like that is the version of his presidency that I'm most comfortable kind of stomaching is why I voted how I did from time to time. All right. Uh, great comment by the boy Terrell. Uh, let's see. Uh, Marquis said Roland is not. That's not. Hey, Marquis, you know, one time I got into a Roland Martin, man. I just be listening to him. You know what I'm saying? Now and then. I thought he had a pretty good analysis, though. Like, like, I mean, but, but he did, Bernie Sanders campaign. I thought maybe the example of uh, the person not coming, but I thought that it, it, you know what I'm saying the fact that Bernie Sanders didn't have campaigns meetings in down south, like places like Alabama and Mississippi, that he canceled those and never re repaid those. I thought that really hurt him. Things like that, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I don't know. Like, to I me, agree. that speaks to the things that he, he was doing and wasn't doing. No, I, I agree. I agree. I, I mean, I definitely also think he has a, a old white man problem at the end of the day. And that's not a racism problem either. That's a don't know how to talk, like George said, don't know how to talk no, to people. Really. You know and I feel like, I, and to me, and to me, how I took, you know what I'm saying, how I take people like Killer Mike speaking for Bernie Sanders, I think that he overcompensated for the black celebrities that vouched for him and did not get no black people that really be on the ground and grassroots movements to speak for him. And I feel like it made it where he literally didn't have no boots on the ground when it came to being in the black community. You know what I'm saying? Joe Biden got enough sense to go send some people to a black church. You feel me? In South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, West. He's sending them. You feel me? I agree, with all of March with <laughs> I agree with all of this as long as we hold it true insofar as we still have a black voter issue which is only one big Agreed. component of our voter our voting population goes out and participates you know what i'm saying so it's like you can do all the work you can do all the but again like niggas a lot of niggas participated in in in, in barack obama because it was the cool thing to do not because we saw we saw such a huge lapse in that when donald trump won it was like niggas could have pulled up a little bit more too black women took the brunt of that but young black voters black men a whole lot of people fail you know what i'm saying the possibility for people like hillary clinton to pop up and go ahead and sustain that wall for the democrats you know what i'm saying it was just black women just did all the work and heavy labor so we always have some top honey heavy component of our population go and do all this work and it's never young upset frustrated niggas you know what i'm saying marquis said it in the comments there's not enough political presence there's not enough votes to actually create the political momentum you need for the shit that you care about to, to actually change and um the last before we move on to the next part of the conversation um i, I think marquis comment was important in um in terms of the resource investment so Keith said they just didn't they just didn't believe the resource investment would move the needle there and he's 100 correct even when you're dealing with black people in the south uh, we can't hear you, you muted, George. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, no, my, my bad. Yeah, I say, yeah, I say, yeah, yeah, I agree. It's, def it's definitely what happened. Yeah, and so even with black people in the South, you know, you got to talk to them a particular way because it's certain things that they're attached to in terms of what politics should look like. The racial portion is only half of it. When you start talking about economics, when you start talking about 
uh, I mean, especially far left progressive ideals, any research will show you that black people don't even really, for the most part, identify as liberal. Excuse me. They don't like to identify as liberal. You know what I'm saying? So, hold on. Yeah, man. So I, know, um, I think I think that most black people do, do. I feel like most black people don't really identify as liberal. Just recognize that the liberals speak to particular issues that really connect with the black community. You know what I'm saying, or really impact the black community. Why? Or, or they don't. Or they don't forefront those issues, right? I mean, like, I don't, you know, I didn't learn language about you know Republican and Democrat versus conservatism and liberalism. I didn't learn a lot about that shit until I got to college. That's not language that was common in my household or my neighborhood. Yeah, 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 yeah. like that's just not the level of depth or analysis we have in terms of what's playing out in political landscapes and how that shapes orientations of dem democracy. Being a Democrat or being a I feel like, yeah, I feel like they don't, they don't, that that doesn't I feel like codify our civic engagement. They don't really get into our civic engagement in terms of Republican Democrat. I have anything in the hood we'll talk shit about Republicans, but I don't think there's never endorsements for like democratic liberal ideology ideas. You feel me? Just that you know what I mean we know that that that, that we feel like we'd be better off with with, with, with them people. You know what I'm saying sometimes in in, in office, but necess not necessarily being like pro them. Factual. One other thing I think will situate this conversation before I throw it back over to Dominique to, to kind of push the conversation for you forward is that Jada said something important. Voting is a new process for young people. I was in the fifth grade in 08, so getting young niggas inspired is hard when they never got that symbolic Obama vote. And I can say that in contrast to my own experience because I graduated from high school in 07. My first time voting was 08. So I got the first vote grown up. So I'm grown, right? It's the grown thing to do. It's the first time I'm doing the grown thing to do. And I get to do it for a black person. Like it was a lot <laughs> invested in that vote that was symbolically important on a bunch of different levels. When you get to be an adult after seeing how shit has played out from seeing Obama in 05 and then seeing that momentum dip now, you like, I waited all this time for this. I'm really not overly inspired to go and do all the gymnastics I got to go through to go vote. Like I'm good. I'll pass. I'll let y'all niggas handle it. You know what I'm saying? It becomes a whole lot easier to have a bystander effect to it just like other people are watching this shit melt down they'll jump in and say this i don't need to do my part and so the uh the the next part that i, I want to push this to is the the way that i'm looking at it right i think like as marquise comment was talking about earlier there is a aspect of what what made bernie important was the conversation that he pushed and i'm gonna put y'all on a little bit of um i'm gonna put y'all on a little bit of political science right it's a certain term that's used called the Overton window. The Overton, Overton window. window. Yeah, I'm putting y'all on game. Overton you know? window. Nah, nah. <laughs> oh, nah, yeah, yeah. It's the over the Overton window. And with ah, Over shout out to uh, the show. Right now, what the Overton window does is it, it it's pretty much what's in the uh what it dictates which policy is actually viable in terms of being passed, right? What's co what's considered what's being practical? What's seen as being pragmatic? Right. What what, what type of policy initiatives are considered appropriate. Uh, uh, appropriate? Right. And what Bernie Sanders has done is he's made conversations like Medicare for all, conversations like uh, um, uh, forgiving student loans, that type of shit. He's made all. He's fit now those conversations within the Overton window. Right. You, if you go from two, 2016, what Hillary Clinton was running on, to 2020, when you had the the 20 man field. Of Democrats and what they were running yeah, on. It was a 20-person 20, 20 field. Thank 20 you. person. 
because you know it's about my like apologies. A couple my of apologies. Right, a twenty-person field, uh, and within that twenty, within that twenty-person field, what you got was. Uh, a lot of more Bernie-esque policies. There wasn't a lot yeah. of Hillary Clinton. There was a lot of there wasn't a lot of establishment arguments being made. Even when you listen to Bernie Sanders uh, or not Bernie Sanders, but Joe Biden, he didn't focus on what the establishment. He focused on what him and Barack Obama was able to do as it pertained to moving the needle. And so, from that perspective, what I would argue is that there was an instance in which uh, poli- there was an instance in which uh, when he lost, right progressives are pissed but the value of his candidacy is not in uh him actually being the nominee i would say and let me know if y'all disagree i would say that the value the value of his candidacy is in how he was able to shift the entire conversation right how he was able to move the overton window and what that meant for uh liberal progressive politics going forward so what i so i would actually put forth that the issue that we're upset that bernie isn't the nominee even though he's he's dictated the conversation, has more to do with our celebrity worship of politicians, right? I think there's a our, our, there's a personality worship that we get out of Bernie Sanders, even though he's dictating the conversation, right? I don't like, I mean, because in terms of the presidency, being the president doesn't mean that these things that you talk about will then become policy. That's just what you run on. But the running joke of politics is that what you run on never comes to fruition because you have to capitulate. You have to compromise. I mean, right? when you even look down to, you know, kind of the the upset uh, feelings that people felt as a lot of their more charismatic uh, leaders were dropping out, it's, you know, not what they're, it, it was about what they were running on, but the biggest part was who's going to give that smoke to Donald Trump? Who can really talk that shit to Donald Trump? A huge criticism of Joe Biden is that he can't get up there and have that same celebrity star power when it's time to spar with somebody who's going to have the quips and have a smart ass mouth and not really care on the same level. And so we thought we had something with the New York, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, got a smart mouth, tough, gritty experience is just, you know, I'm going to talk to you and give it plain. Like we really wanted him to come in there and deliver on that level and really show a lot of that umph and that component and the sassy black woman. And we lost Elizabeth Warren and the the tired white woman. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we lost a lot of those caricatures of people who, we, we hope can go in there and slay that dragon and now we got to default to somebody who has a lot of blunders, has a lot of, you know, missteps, misspeaks, has a lot of weird stuff in terms of how he interacts and rubs on people and shit like that. And so now we got to deal with this dude yeah, to take down the big bad bully and nobody's captivated by that. Which is See, I feel like, I feel like, I think that... You said what? <laughs> I, think, I think that... Uh... When it comes to politics now, I mean, I feel like I feel like now I didn't I didn't kind of started trying to trying to move it right there and there from from morality and ethics when it comes to you know what I'm saying uh, like I feel like po- politics and politicians because I feel like what it always come down to at the end of it, it seems like we both got we always gonna come up with some unethical you know what I'm saying uh, past history of of making decisions and acting you know what I'm saying in ways that's kind of like ah shit I, I know a lot of black folks right now that's under the jailhouse for doing that, you know what I'm saying? It seemed like we always don't have those exceptions. And it's like, I don't know what to do with that, you feel me? I mean, I, it, it sucks. And I, I don't, I, I just kind of am afraid to have that attitude toward it because like I went and had a, you know, worse than two evils conversation with somebody who we used to debate with. I don't think you debated against him. He might be more my generation right before you started debating. 
But the boy Carlotti got on and was like, I'm unfriending anybody who's talking about they won't vote for Bernie Sanders uh, since uh, Joe, I mean, won't vote for Joe Biden. And I'm offending everybody. And people was like, how do you take that approach to dealing with people who are still very much dealing with their hopes and aspirations being shot on in the place of somebody like a rapist? And it's crazy because, or, 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 or a person who commits sexual assault. And I, for some people, to me, that's just, it's too much. Right. To just look the other way and say there's always going to be some troubling things in somebody's past. We got to get over and look at what they're talking about. Like, nah, you are the pristine case of how shit gets you get away with it. You are a great example of the sympathy you'll have for people who commit these other types of crimes. You are a great example of the triggering effect of seeing people with power and how this, you know, yes, (laughs) I called his name. Uh, But yes. You know what I'm saying? In terms of people who are having some issues dealing with this shit. And so those are things we don't think about when we're just like, well, people make bad decisions all the time. Some people that don't that don't speak or resonate with some folk. You know what I'm saying? It's just not the way. Dominique, too, you got to answer for yourself with this crowd market shirt on. You know what I'm saying? You are here. <laughs> hey, yeah, nah, we go. We, we'll talk about that. I and, and shout out to uh shout out to Marquise. I just hit him up uh for, for a quarantine reading list, and he just got me some heat. So I'm gonna um we yeah, don't, we don't in the midst of receiving that heat, you decided to put your Crave Maga shirt on. No, <laughs> no, yeah. it's just you know, it was a, it's a fit. it was the quarantine fit for the day. That's all that was. Okay. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, go ahead, Tony. Would you go? Well, no, I was just gonna say. I mean, in terms of because I feel like this is a question you was leaning toward, and I don't want to jump the gun on it, but you know what we gonna do in the face of this new reality, whereas. We've been forced into a lesser than two evils or a lesser of two evil situation. Right. I don't know mm, how to respond, how to move forward, what to think about when November comes. I mean, but this is the thing. We have the policy conversation that we wanted, right? Like I think I think a part of when it comes to you know how we hold uh how we hold these people accountable, a large portion of it is all right, yo, this is what we want, bro. Like, yeah, you the nominee. But this is what's being dictated. You feel me? And it ain't even just about Joe Biden, right? It's also about everybody else because we're not just voting for a president. We voting for, you know, I mean, we voting for our senators. We vote, we voting for our our representatives, right? It's all of the asses is on the line. And Joe Biden is the figurehead. Who who's going to make sure that these policies, in terms of dictating how Medicare for work, if it'll be more open, if it'll be more available, is is Congress. You feel me? And and with Bernie Sanders shifting that conversation, the burden just isn't on Joe Biden. The burden is also on Congress to create an environment that opens up the possibility for turning Obamacare, which was a good foundation to start, into something that is more like Medicare and Medicaid for all. You feel me? Like and and, and to me, I'm not going to say like you should go to hell if you don't vote for Joe Biden. But what I'm saying is that Joe uh, Bernie Sanders lost. To rip Joe Biden because Bernie Sanders lost, even with all of it, like we know what 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 Joe Biden's issue is, but to rip him with knowing what we know, you know what I'm saying about Donald Trump now, you feel me? To to be to to focus on well, since Bernie lost, I deal with Donald Trump. That's celebrity worship. To say that to say that okay, our, our personality. 
because it's not just we didn't like this guy or we don't like his attitude or you know oh he has dementia or whatever all this that ableist shit it'll be different if those are just the issues but for some people a very hard pill to s- swallow is the Tara Reid story is the videos where you see clip after clip of him rubbing on young girls in the White House that's visiting when he was uh, vice president. Hey, what's the Tara Reid story? Hold on, what's the Tara Reid story? Well, I just and I don't know a lot of the intimate details of that, but that is the woman who has come out with the most recent accusation of sexual assault against him. Right. And so that in combination to Anita Hill, a black woman who was silenced and rejected when she tried to talk out and speak out against Clarence Thomas. Right. That shit. Relationships to that. Like you got to be mindful that people that's not a small thing that people can just push to the side and say, well, to look at Joe Biden and, and say that for some people, that's no deal. You know what I'm saying? For some people, that's a deal breaker. It's like if you, I, I can date somebody who's been to jail. But I also need to know what you went to jail for. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's be honest about the situation. When I'm talking to you, I do want to know what was the crime, boss. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, niggas steal shit for a bunch of weird reasons that maybe I can't explain away. But you assaulting people? You you know what I'm saying? Like, I do have the right to determine, even if I'm okay with a degree of misdoing, how that shit kind of played out. And I think that's something that a lot of men have the privilege of not having to be conscious of and think about. I think a lot of people have not been victims, not just men, but people who have not been victims of sexual assault have the ability to, to very gracefully not think about. And it becomes just this thing that we have a problem with that we should be able to oversee because Donald Trump is so bad. And for some people, it's no deal. And that 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 lesser two evils binary becomes even more violent. It becomes even more problematic for a lot of people. And I completely get that shit. It's like, I mean, where do I do? Where where can I draw my line before I say enough is a damn enough? Yeah, I mean, you know, non-participation is always an option. At the end of the day, like non non-participation is always an option. But I mean, it's, it's just like with every decision, there's consequences that come with it. And if and in, in a scenario where non-participation is like, I, you know, we 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 literally sitting here dealing with two um candidates that have two. to deal like like that have to deal with sexual assault allegations, sexual and in, inappropriate in, in allegations um, that hang over, uh, that hang above them. And one of them are going to be president. And that's not to trivialize. Uh, I mean, you know, I, but, 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 but hold on. But that's what I'm saying though. It's, 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 it's every decision has this, has this justification. And that's, and I mean, like I said, I'm not the person that's like, you know, if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you a piece of shit. I'm not that person. You know what I mean? Cause I understand. Right. But at the, but again, we have to like the every decision comes with consequences, and we have our own personal decisions. You know what I'm saying? And and it and what feels right to us. You feel me? And it, it's just a matter of which one is more important. You feel me? Because for, for, because I, I want to say this because I don't want it to be I I don't want it to come off like I'm saying. Well, you know, if you got to choose yourself over all of the other shit, I'm saying for some people it does make sense to focus on self. You feel me? For some people, it's more important mentally that they don't feed into that. That's survival, and that's key, and that's important. That shouldn't be trivialized. You feel me? But for some people, it's also more important that they that they go with getting this nigga out of office. And, and and those, yeah, go ahead. For for me, I think there are decisions that have to be made for some of those people because it's still time to work through kind of some of their positionalities and orientations for things. And I mean, I'm hopeful. Not that people necessarily go and vote who don't have an inclination to do so because people, everybody has their reasons and we got to respect it. That's why we got a democracy. But for people who are like me who are unsure, um, even in the face of that, uh, like these issues of sexual assault, I, show me something in terms of your vice presidential candidate. Show me something in terms of what you're coming with because that's what I'm really, really curious about. Who's going to be a runner mate? 
Um, tell right. me. I mean, and he looking at Stacey Abrams as his running mate. Don't look, pick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not even. You think he'll benefit if he picks early, or if he like, 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 do you feel like he, he benefits if he got on to pick one right now, or if he waits? Yes, yes. You need to be earning back trust, and you need somebody talking for you because you're not doing it, boss. But the, the same thing. Here's here's what's messed up though. I say Stacey Abrams, and then guess who's about to have to take and shoulder re-narrating this sexual assault shit to make Stacey, it the, a black woman. You know what I'm saying? And so that's where it's yeah. all over again because now she has to burden the brunt of mediating for black people and the black victims of sexual assault and sexual assault in general. She has to go and be the nice black lady that softens the blow of another white man who's done it again. And so, or another man or another person who has done it again. And so that is so messed up that she that she didn't do that. And that's a heavy burden that she got to bear. Kamala Harris too. Uh, uh, Mark Houston seems to believe she's gonna pick, he's going to pick Kamala. I don't wish that burden on her either. I think it's very fucked up that he's gonna get the benefit of choosing a woman, but that woman is gonna have to carry the brunt. Let's let's go ahead and pick a white woman. I'll talk about women in general. Pick a woman. <laughs> yeah, he's in general. Navigate yeah. and speak through the bullshit that he's done to other women, and that is so fucked up to have to do. It's terrible. It's trash. Yeah, man. I mean, and, and just the the reality of it, and it's kind of this is this is where we all start to like. This is the importance of Afro pessimism. And and this is where when we talk about finding social life and social death, um, it, it, I mean for for my you know for my uh, <laughs> for my anti blackness heads out there, uh, and it's that we 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 know like that's what we know we got to work through, and that's the fucked up thing about it, because yes, even though we know that a black one or, or that a a a woman, and probably a black woman is gonna have to be the one. To re-narrate, right? To repackage this shit, the significance of a black woman holding that position, you feel me, is extremely, extremely important in general. You know what I'm saying? For black girls, and you know what I'm saying, period. To break that that barrier to because it's it's a certain thing about seeing, it's about seeing somebody that looked like you in that position. That's what made Obama impactful. You see somebody that you've never seen nobody that looked like you in that position. And now we get to see it. You know, growing up, especially if you do debate or whatever, everybody try to put that. I know y'all have experienced you're going to be a politician. You're going to be a you need to be a mayor. You need to be a senator. And this is why I never I was like, I can't do it because I can't do the sticky shit, the gray shit, the weird shit that you have to do in order to be a legitimate candidate. You know what I'm saying? You have to justify terrible shit like this. You have to be a sounding board or an ally or be the voice for terrible things. And it's like, I'm not doing that shit. I'm not standing alongside you and I don't want nobody bringing up... It's, you know, I think about... You know who I think about in this same instance? Uh, uh, what's my... Not Kay Michelle. Chrisette Michelle. And how she sung at Trump's inauguration and niggas have not supported the things she did ever since. Right, there it just she became radioactive, nigga. She got into the proximity of that nigga, and people was like, "You thought?" Nope. You know what yep. I'm I feel right. like that same radioactivity happens for other black women who end up having to get up there and cap. It's like we, the trust is gonna be gone because you signed up with the enemy, and that's why I feel about a lot of these, like I about a lot of these decisions, and why it could never be me is because I feel like that's just a lot of the words, and you choke, you choke. Hey. Wow. Now you got to defend. Now it makes you skeptical in my eyes, and that sucks. Now, look, as somebody who, you know, uh, who wants a future in politics, um, what's that, Zane? That that boy Zane? Yo, shout out. Shout out to the youngin', you know what I'm saying? Um, I, it's, it's certain things that you have to, it's, it's certain things that you got to accept 
as a part of, all right, this is what I'm about to do. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of which it's, and it's what you're willing to do. Cause it's certain, it's certain people that's willing to put themselves. And, and again, this, this, this doesn't separate anybody. It just shows the different roles that we got to play. Right. Like people need to play their role. If, if dealing with that type of shit ain't your role, we got to put you where you useful. You feel me? Me, I'm willing to deal with it. Right. I'm willing to, I'm willing to take the scrutiny, not just from white people, but from black people who have a certain perception of black politicians. Right. I'm saying like, it, it gotta be something like I'm willing to go into politics knowing that my niggas is talking shit about me on the streets because I'm in politics, but that's what they supposed to be doing. Yeah, I mean, and all of that too, but just the symbolic nature of black women coming in and cleaning up really fucked up shit is just something that I think. But cleaning, cleaning up. Uh, well, in terms of, I mean, I get it. I get it. Right. Like in terms of dealing with that, but that's kind of, I mean, it's the, it's, it's the, uh, when we talk about the world being anti-black. Yes. But Dominique, the I'm literally, but I, I want you to zoom in, right. You're zoomed out. I want you to zoom into the moment during the vice presidential debates when uh, your favorite CNN correspondent, not your literal favorite, but you pick up. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch CNN. Okay. So Kamala, so Senator Harris, you as a candidate have been tough on crime. You like to hold people accountable. Those have been your politics the entire time. How do you as a candidate deal with supporting um, or being the, run, the, nom- the, the the running mate to a person who has done X, Y, and Z, sexual assault, whatever? Like she's going to, like that moment where I'm going to have to sit there and be like, that's fucked up. Like yeah. that's the moment that I'm thinking about. That's terrible and trash. Yeah. I feel like black women and women in general should not have to lie down. Like that is where I'm just like, there has to be a threshold. And I don't think you do. You you see the threshold and you are part of Hey, hey, hey. Me too. I think, I think hold on, hold on, George. Hold on, George. Hold on, George. Hold on, George. Go ahead, finish that to you. I don't think you see the threshold till you are part of the representative group that's being pushed over it. Was what I was saying. And, ahead, and I think that's going to really, I think what Toya's saying is really going to be nullified because. There is there there won't be any equivalent for uh 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 I can't even think of the vice president Donald Trump right now, you know what I'm saying? But it's like he won't like there, Mike there'll Pence. Be no, there, yeah, Mike Pence, there'll be no way to even frame or characterize a question to ask him anything where he has to have a kind of conscious moral onus to being like, Oh, how do you deal with this? Because like uh Donald uh, uh Mike Pence, how do you deal with Ren being being the vice president of Donald Trump, a man that's been accused of 25 women inside of Who cares? I got I got I got five that accuse me. I mean <laughs> and, and, and I understand that, but it's also it's it's literally the same, it's the reconciliation that you make voting for like being black and je- I mean, and and I, I want to stay zoomed in, right? I definitely want to stay zoomed in. I don't I don't want to get out of that. Um and so staying staying zoomed in, right? Like there is a reality that you have to deal with in terms of going into politics. That's the, and 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 in the era of the Me Too movement, women who are choosing to go into and go into this arena to support certain people to get behind particular politicians know that that's a that's literally what they're gonna have to deal with. And if you don't have that threshold, that's completely understandable. But the people who are it's just like it's just like war, right? It's I, just, the, I think it's so the, much easier to stomach that on the Republican side of it than it is the Democrat side of it. You know what I'm no, saying? No, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because it's just like voting for Hillary Clinton, like having to still support Hillary Clinton after the super predator comments, after the crime bill comments, after everything that go uh, shit, after the the you know what I'm saying the hostile. It's the it, I mean it's not the same. It's not the, mentally. It's not the same. But there's a parallel, right? 
there's a parallel, and and that's why it, I, you you get to a point where you're like, I just Yo. want to see intersectionality on camera. This is how I feel. No, 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 no. It's, and, 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 and it's dope. And this is why, and this is why, like, you speaking on this shit is important. That, that is a false analogy and cannot. <laughs> in the same, at the same time, just like, there are distinctions, there are differences, but are they important enough to overwhelm the connections? In the, so it's just like, I get there's it. Par- like, there's a parallel, not even equating equivalency, yeah. but there's a parallel, right? Like having to justify me being like nigga, I'm voting for Hillary Clinton, or even just being a being a progressive and and saying I'm willing to vote for Joe Biden, right? It's uh, we're all gonna have to like anybody because I'm gonna vote for Joe Biden. Anybody that got to vote, and, and and I'm gonna finish this, and we, we can, you know, what I'm saying we can go ahead and get into the second chop, because uh, we we really spent like you know what I'm saying a lot of time on this, one. Cause it, yeah, because it's because it's a lot, but. The reality there is a there is a sad reality that people who engage in politics know they got to deal with. You feel me? There's a sad justification that is just like, damn, I got to eat that. You feel me? Because that's just the reality of who the fuck we dealing with. The options that we have as black people. I think of, you know, from the perspective of like communication, scholarship and like how you prepare people to participate in those type of moments. There, you gotta t- like. I can imagine coaching somebody before, and it's like there's no good answer to that cross X question. You just gotta kind of take that hit and make sure you don't completely fuck up. Like that's right. what a lot of these frameworks Like we don't have a good answer for that shit. You just gotta make sure they don't lose the debate at that question. Don't make it out alive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I'm mean, more realistic than you know from my perspective that I'm willing to get it, give it credit for. And, and and this is where we give our black women credit because if anybody was gonna finesse that shit, it's a black woman. Yeah, you know I me. Mean? It's a black woman who gonna finesse that shit because she got a job, she got a purpose, she got a role. You know what I mean? And that's why, especially when it comes to black women, they deserve more credit politically. You feel me? Because of their engagement, right? Yeah. How like their numbers in terms of you know what I mean? How like what they push out? Who's taking extreme leadership? Like the fact that. You know, you have the Cory Booker's and the um, Hakeem Muhammad, uh, 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 Hakeem Jeffries. Shout out Hakeem to the homie Hakeem. Shout out to the homie. Shout out to the homie. Shout out to the homie. Hakeem Jeffries. You got them guys, but you got the Stacey Abrams. You got the Kamala Harris's. That's just right there. And they and and I mean, to be for real, they deserve those platforms. It's fucked up that they got to attach themselves to white men. You feel me? But they yeah. deserve the opportunity to be on those platforms. Above anything else, you feel me? And and outside of the symbolism, um, you know, um, what? It it had like listen, there's it ain't no such thing because countries rise and fall off symbolism. Empires are dictated and destroyed off of the symbols that they represent. You feel me? So symbols serve a purpose. They'll always like we have a our flag or not our flag, but the United States flag has stayed the same for a reason. You feel me? I think that uh, that's a real weak link, but uh, we can go with that one. We can go with that one. Though. No, I mean we gotta get to we gotta get to this one last comment yes. though. Uh, Jada said the nesting sexual assault allegations is wild phrasing. Uh, I, I wasn't saying now. I want to be specific. I wasn't no, saying. <laughs> I wasn't saying finessing the allegations. I was saying finessing circumstances of having to you know what I'm saying work with these type of individuals. You know what I'm saying to have to have to put yourself in those circles in order to be the change that you want to see. 
You feel me? That's what they're going to finesse. It ain't, I, there's no such thing as finessing sexual assault allegations. It's finessing relationships with these individuals. Exactly. You got to finesse those. Terrell said the best he gave a, a, a strategy for dealing with this moment. Take a swig and ask him to repeat the question. I hope the timer runs out. Right. Um, <laughs> like, what'd you say? Everybody seen some of those cross-sexes where you keep talking after the timer? No. When that timer go off, you're going to be like, no problem. Send it to somebody else. Somebody else yeah, it's his turn. It's his turn. <laughs> no problem. Oh, yeah. But now we one of them cross-sexes. So it's yeah. about the timer off. You want to take prep time? Yeah, look. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.